Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first Ordinary Podcast of 2020. As always, I am your Ordinary Nerdy Host, Shad, and this is Polynerdic.com's weekly nerd-centric life and culture podcast for adults. As always, I'd like to remind you that I say for adults because sometimes when I get passionate about something, when I get excited, those naughty Naughty, naughty, dirty little four-letter words fall out of my mouth. And I feel that it is inauthentic to go back and cut out the the bad, dirty words with a, a moment of silence or a cartoonish sound effect. Just like I think it's inauthentic if I go back and I edit out pregnant pauses and stutters and stammers and, and misspoken words and um, things of that nature. Uh, I think that... This podcast works best when it's just an organic, raw conversation between me and you. Well, who are we kidding? Between me and you listening. It's a monologue. It's not a conversation. But I want it to feel like a conversation. And so we leave all that in. We are the most underproduced show you'll ever see. Uh, It's just me and a microphone and however long it takes me to talk about what I got to talk about every week here on Polynerdic.com. Today is Saturday, January 4th, 2020. It's crazy. The world is on the uh, verge of war. Australia's on fire. And I'm going to sit here and pretend like none of that bad stuff is happening and talk to you about video games like they're important. I honestly don't have a topic this week. I I spent a little time... Last week's episode was the big game of the year podcast is you know two and a quarter hours or something like that i gave out a bunch of awards i listed my ordered list of top 10 games of the year control took the big one because uh, control was amazing and more people need to play it it d- disturbs me greatly that that game undersold the way it did you know i i see all this stuff about the game running poorly and yes it, it had issues but the world must be full of a bunch of crybabies uh because I, I was just listening to another podcast where someone wrote in and said, <clears throat> you know, that the game was hitching and stuttering and frame rate was dropping all the way through. I did not experience that. I'm playing on a regular PlayStation. And yes, I experienced some issues. There were a couple frame rate drops, but it wasn't through the whole game. It wasn't nonstop. In fact, the worst hitching or frame rate issue I had would be when I came out of the pause menu. And that was alleviated simply by when I came out of the pause menu, standing still for a moment, letting the game catch up. It was not this devastatingly broken game that that people uh, made it out to be. Uh, I think Fallen Order actually played technically worse, and I still didn't have as many issues in Fallen Order as other people did. So I don't know if I have a magic PlayStation 4 that just isn't broken, and and takes these broken games and fixes them and makes them play better than they do everywhere else on the planet. But I I thought Control played fine. Um, could have been better, yes, but but nothing is perfect. And Control was my game of the year, uh, hands down. Um, I recorded that podcast like a week and a half ago, and in that time since, you know, we've done Christmas with the kids, we've done New Year's, um, I've had a lot of time to think. Uh, I had a health scare. Uh, about two and a half, three weeks ago, uh, right in the middle of December, um, 
had a health scare involving my blood pressure and uh, got to the doctor and got some meds. Uh, finally got my anxiety, you know, something to treat the anxiety that has just been getting worse and worse and worse. If you follow me on Twitter or know me personally, you know that I have just over the last 11 months been on this downward spiral of, of anxiety to the point that like even going to the grocery store was starting to become difficult. Um, you know, just, just this crippling, almost agoraphobic level of anxiety where like, if I was out of the house, I was uncomfortable and like, I was getting like this crushing chest pain at work, you know, several times a day as my anxiety would reach peak levels. It was like my fight or flight, uh, response was all sorts of screwy. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling better now. It's, you know, it's been, it hasn't been a full week yet, but I, I've been on these meds and trying a few, you know, relaxation things and breathing exercises and stuff like that. And, and so things are going good. And in that time between I recorded that last podcast and now I've just tried to chill and, uh, that gave me time to play and read and also gave me time to think. And, uh, before we get into the stuff I was thinking about, let's talk about some shit. Um, I played a bunch of Pokemon Sword. I am a little over a dozen hours in at this point. Um, I've gotten three, I think, of three of the gym badges. I'm working towards the fourth right now. Uh, Chelsea's already finished it, amazingly enough. Um, I, uh, I, I really dig it. I, I don't have any of the problems that people seem to have with it early on. You know, like when all those people were complaining about it when it came out. I don't have any of those issues. Um, the only thing that kind of annoys me is is the the whole shortening of the number of Pokemon in the game. But I'm also not a lifelong Pokemon person, so they're all new and interesting to me anyway. Um, played a little bit of Ape Out. I actually played that the night I recorded the Game of the Year podcast. I wish I had played it before I recorded the stuff because it uh, it would have found its way into the the award somewhere, music, something, presentation, possibly. Uh, Ape out, you play as a, a gorilla trying to escape from a lab or something, and uh, the the music is procedurally generated based on uh, what you're doing. It's very jazz drummy. Not my favorite type of music, but it works in the context of the game. It's a very hard game. I have not beat the first level. Um, or the first album, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm on stage three, but I haven't beat the first world, if you want to go back to the, the old Mario terminology. I'm on, like, 1-3. Um, very interesting gameplay, though, as you scamper about as this giant ape and uh, grab guards, and if you grab them right, you can make them shotgun each other. You can throw them at each other. There's... There's ones with bomb vests for some reason that you have to be careful to not throw them at a wall close to you because the explosion will kill you. It's a very hard but very fun game. And I picked it up for like five bucks after I used my... It was on sale and then I also had points to use. So I got it for like five bucks. Um, very fun stuff. Uh, again, it's a Switch cam. I would I would love to share it. Um, but I, I've posted some clips on Twitter, but that's the best I can do. I can't stream the Switch. I don't have the setup for it. Um... Spent a little more time Battlefront 2. Really enjoying that again. Um, I don't know if it's a part of my newfound gotta stay calm mentality or the game actually got good. Um, but I don't I don't get as frustrated with it as I did two years ago. Um, even when I'm playing like dog shit, I still 
just enjoy the gameplay. I like running around shooting stuff in the Star Wars universe. Um, I also like running around shooting stuff in the in a quote-unquote real world. Uh, so I've been playing a fair bit of Call of Duty uh, tonight especially. I played it for about two and a half hours tonight. Uh, I played like horse crap. Um, I got a couple um, winning kills and I got a couple plays of the game. Uh, but generally speaking, I got the crap kicked out of me. A lot of nine and fourteens, and and ten and twelves, and and uh, six and twelves, and stuff like that. Um, just, just not my best night on the old Call of Duty. I, I wish I had people to play with. Um, somehow, my friends don't have it, except for the one friend that I bought it for, and we never play multiplayer. Um, also did a, a, a couple videos this week, um, put one up for Untitled Goose Game, uh, now that it's on the Xbox and available via Game Pass, I, uh, I saw no point in, in, uh, not playing it, you know, on stream. I was one of the ones that was, like, extremely, you know, hyping the game up when it came out on Switch, and... Wanted to share it then, but again, couldn't because of the whole Switch hardware situation. And uh, so I, I put a little half-hour video of me playing the first two levels of Untitled Goose Game. I might play more of it on stream. It's a fun game. Uh, also, uh, much to my surprise, uh, totally accurate battle simulator uh, came to Xbox Game Preview, and it's also on Game Pass. Um... This is a thing I've been watching from afar, and I didn't even know it was coming to Xbox, so I was thrilled to see it. It's just a dumb thing. There is a campaign, but it's just a dumb thing where you can put, you know, X number of different units on the field. I, I try to keep it less than 12 uh, because the Xbox version runs very poorly. Um, but you put these googly-eyed bastards on on the field, and you have knights and kings and grim reapers and elephants and... and catapults and all sorts of crazy stuff vampires um you put all sorts of different units out on the field and then you start a battle and you just see who wins and, and it's dumb as hell and they make hilarious muppet noises and i put a video up of about a 30 40 minute video uh, of it up on polynark.com this week you should check it out and then the the last thing i played this week um probably the thing I played the most of in the last week and a half was Outer Wilds. And I posted a video about it as well, about a 90-minute video. Um, Outer Wilds has won a ton of Game of the Year nods. Um, it's high on top 10 lists. It's often number one for a number of people. Giant Bomb, my favorite video game website in the world, they gave it number one, much to my chagrin. Outer Wilds is a game that... I want to like like I like space stuff I like mysteries I like flying through space I, I, I like that sort of stuff um, I like light puzzle solving uh, you get to like witness level puzzle solving you tend to lose me um, not what I want from a video game um, but they people love this game and it's a game that when it came out on game pass um, because it came out earlier in the year on Game Pass. And 
I always have a tendency when something's new on Game Pass, I check it out. Because why not? You know, if it's a brand new game and it's on Game Pass, I'm going to give it a look. And I like with other games I did, I, uh, I fired up Outer Wilds. And I don't think I played 30 minutes of it before I bounced off of it. Uh, because I farted around on the, the initial planet and, you know, messed with the little drone that, that you can fly around. Talked to everybody I could talk to. Looked at everything I could look at. And then um, triggered the story moment that starts the 22-minute time loop mechanic of the game. That, that's one of the big mechanics of the game is every 22 minutes, the game resets. And everything resets back to its starting position except for the knowledge you've gained. Um, which is a very cool thing. I, I like that aspect of it to a, a point. Um, I think it's a great narrative thing, this loop that your character's trapped in. However, the first time I played it, I stopped playing it before I got to the loop because I hate the way the ship flies. And I also hate the way the character feels to move around. Two things. Both of the types of movement in the game I dislike. I don't like controlling the character and I don't like controlling the ship. So I bounced off of it. And then, you know, as the year rolled on, I... I kept seeing people praise it, and then, you know, this last month or so, we've seen all this praise for it. So I decided I'll give it another go, and I've played 10 or 12 hours of it now, and I'm probably going to uninstall it. Um, I don't think it's a bad game. I just don't think, A, that it's a game for me, and B, that it's a game that should be game of the year for anybody. Um, I, I just don't see it as a game of the year. I don't, like... The mystery that you're trying to solve of what happened to the the race that came before you and and what's going on with all these, these like you keep finding all these written journal things. It's one of those kind of games um, where you have to translate them and and you're learning the story of what happened and you're learning the secret of what's going on and you know why you're caught in this time loop. And I like all that, but I hate the control so much. I hate navigating the ship. Uh, you know, I love games where I get to fly through space, and this game ruins that. Like, it's just not fun. Um, and then controlling the character himself, herself, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know if these aliens are binary, gendered or not, um, or if they have gendered. I, you know, you don't know any of that stuff in the game, as far as I can tell. Um all I know is, is I can fly a spaceship, die in space, and roast some marshmallows. Uh, they, uh, they don't, I don't, I really can't stand the way they, they move. And then there's, like, some light platforming. Um, in fact, the area of the game I'm in right now is a planet that's hollowed out and has a black hole in the middle of it. And, uh, you have to do some platforming as you get down inside the crust of this planet, and it, uh, very regularly have I fallen because first-person platforming sucks, and and that's with good controls. Um, this there's just there's a sluggishness to this game I don't like, and I have fallen into that damn black hole and died in space many times. Um, add to that frustrating control dynamic, the time loop, and you very frequently get to these experiences where you spend the entire loop trying to get to where you want to go you know whether it's you know 
trying to land the spaceship safely on on the planet you want to be at or the moving object you want to land on because there's a couple of them. Um, and then you finally get to where you're going and then you finally find the area you, you want to be at on, on the planet or you finally start to solve the puzzle and then the time loop resets and it's very frustrating. So like I said, it's a very interesting narrative dynamic but it's an infuriating gameplay thing. And that's going to be my final verdict on it. Like I just, like after I did the video, I played like another hour of it and I got just so fed up with it. And I'm contemplating just watching a video to see how it plays out. You know, what's the end game? What's the story? Uh, I think I have an idea because I've heard people talk about it. But it's just, it's, it, it, it's one of those games that like, all these people are praising it and you want to know what it is that you're missing. You know, it's like when I think about metal gear solid five or Bioshock or half life, um, these games that people just love. And then when I try to play it, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Now, granted, I'm a firm believer in that. Like not everybody is not everything is for everyone and not everybody's going to like everything. Uh, but I just, I just find some of the, like Metal Gear Solid 5 is a great example of it where people are just in love with this game and, or Bioshock. And like every time I play it, I just fall off of it. And, uh, I think Outer Wilds is, is 2019's version of that for me. I, I tried, I gave it 10, 12 hours and I just, I, I don't like it. Um, I don't hate it. I can play it. But I, I play it and not the spirit of like, boy, this is a good time. Um, that's really all I've done this week. I, I've read a little bit of the third um, original Thrawn trilogy. Um, Last Command, I think it's called. I've been reading it. I'm a little more than halfway through it. Uh, I have the first of the new Thrawn trilogy that's in the new canon of Star Wars. Um I have a, a stack of books. If you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you, you saw it. Big-ass stack of books I'm trying to read. And that doesn't even get into the comic books that I've collected over the last two years that I haven't read. You know, you buy a comic or two every three months or so, but you don't ever actually read them, and then the stack adds up. Um, I think I covered most of the stuff I want to talk about, my personal stuff. Um the games obviously uh please will go play control um it, it deserves your attention uh i also on uh, sunday will have a it's, i think it's like a two-hour video i did on new year's day i recorded a poly nerd pro wrestling uh one day tournament in fire pro world um 32 men single elimination uh winner number one contender all that stuff uh that'll be going up on sunday uh, the day after this podcast goes live. Um, I might stream some Sunday as well. Um, I will have the house to myself most of the day Sunday. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom is also this weekend, so i got to try to find time to, to fit two days of New Japan Pro Wrestling into my life. Uh, but I look forward to Wrestle Kingdom all year long. Uh, it's the WrestleMania of New Japan, if you're into that sort of stuff. Um, I was... At one point this week, contemplating making this the last episode for a while. 
I was thinking about going on a little hiatus, um, recollect myself, rejuvenate myself, maybe change the format, maybe not do weekly episodes, maybe only do episodes about certain topics. Uh, but then I decided that, no, I'm going to keep trying to do it every week. I don't, I'm going to get to the point where I don't care if, you know, if it, if each, if an episode or two is just five minutes of me saying, hey, I didn't have anything to talk about this week. I was busy working on other stuff. That's what it's going to be. And this is largely because I have decided that I have put off writing long enough. I, uh, I love writing stories. And judging by my folder of written works, uh, or pieces of written works, I should say, um, I have not written anything in five years, and I think that might be part of my anxiety. I just have all these ideas, these worlds, these characters, these these souls, if you will, swirling around in my head, and I need to get them out in, in some sort of story format. Um, I, I counted today at lunch that I have at least a half dozen ideas that I've I've been kicking around for years. Um, I started writing a detective novel in in like '05 that I've never finished, and I've re-revised and and taken stuff out and changed the story and renamed characters. And um, I have a fancy novel that I've been t- like I'm on my third iteration of it uh, that was started 15 some odd years ago. Um, I have different thrillers and stuff that I, I've tr- I've tried to write and westerns and uh, post-apocalyptic novellas and, and uh, dystopian Orwellian stuff and I have all these things I've written or started writing and have not finished any of them. I finished two short stories in the last five years, um, and that's it. So I want to focus more on that, but the problem is. If I focus on that, I won't play as many video games. I won't watch as many movies. I won't read as many books, uh, which means I will have less to talk about. Or I'm going to have to split my week. You know, like Monday is a game day, Tuesday is a writing day, Wednesday is a game day, Thursday is a writing day, you know, that kind of thing. Um. So, yeah, I have to reevaluate how I do things, uh, especially since, you know, exercise is going to be a part of my life soon. Um, once we change facilities where I work, there's going to be an onsite gym. So that will become part of my day. Um, you know, just, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces and, uh, I, I need to reevaluate. I'm going to try to keep the podcast going though. Um, bear with me if I miss a week here or there, that's very likely going to happen as I start dealing with this other stuff. Uh, because, you know, I can't, I can't neglect the writing anymore. It's, it's, you know, it's like I have several different creative outlets that just, you know, please the shit out of me. This podcast is one of them, you know, along with the website and the streaming and all that stuff. Uh, video games are one. Writing is a huge one. Um, I haven't been able to do my photography in a long time. I think that's pretty much dead especially now that my phone has a better camera on it than my actual camera is. Um, but I just need to create, and that's part of my frustration in life. It's part of my depression and my anxiety issues is that I'm not doing enough to try to satiate that creative impulse. You know, creating these videos, making this podcast, doing the live streams, they're all well and good but they're not the same thing as sitting down and writing a story. 
and I haven't done that in so long. And I'm, you know, it was my goal coming out of the Air Force to be an author, and it's been 15 years now, 14 and a half years, and I need to get something out there. Even if I have to self-publish it, I need to get something out there. I need to work towards making a living creatively so I can get out of the rut of the the disgusting things I have to read, the heartbreaking things I have to read, the heartbreaking actions I have to take involving money and veterans and, and you know medical care the VA won't pay for um, because the veteran went to a regular hospital, not the VA, and the VA is going to do everything they can to not pay it. Shit like that. I can't take it anymore. I'm... I'm you know, it's literally damaged my heart, um, or potentially, I should say, not literally. I have to get a test to see if there's heart damage. Um, yeah, it's just a bad time, and I need to create, and I'm going to start focusing on that, even if it means this podcast becomes bi-weekly, or whatever happens. I'm going to do my best to keep it weekly, and not change from what we've done, because, like, you know the the pot, the 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 website polynerd.com has um like 126 straight days of content. We have not missed a day since the end of August. And that is fantastic and I love it and I've put stuff up on there every day. Uh, sometimes it's stupid shit, sometimes it's rehashes, sometimes it's you know reruns or whatever of content, but it every day I've done something but it's that's just not enough. I need to tell some stories. So you know, that streak will probably end soon. I'll probably start missing days. Um, I already don't stream every minute of video game I play anymore because, you know, it's just not worth the hassle. Uh, sometimes I want to play a game and I don't want to be streaming it and I don't want to keep two saves running, you know, just for the sake of that. Um, we're going to have a good time, though. 2020 is a young year, and uh, provided that we don't, fuck the planet up with war uh, 2020 could be a good year that's my hope man I am hoping for a good year in 2020 I'm hoping this is the year that I make progress even if nothing gets published and I just finish a story I'm going to consider that a win because that has been my struggle from day one of trying to write is you know finding the time to do it and not having new ideas show up while I'm in the middle of other ideas and then never finishing a thing because that's because I don't get to write all the time that happens to me a lot where I'll be like four chapters into a thing and then get a new idea. And then I'm like, I got to write this down or I got to start this or I'm going to lose it. And then I end up losing everything. Just a little insight into my psyche there. Um, I know I'm completely unaffiliated with them, but I, uh, I do want to say before we leave that I, I found out Friday as I'm recording this, that one of my favorite games, media personalities, Dan Reichert, I followed this man from Game Informer to Giant Bomb to Giant Bomb East. Um, he's leaving Giant Bomb as of today, Friday, um, January 3rd. And we'll start Monday with the WWE as a producer on their podcast. Um, dude has a charmed ass life. Uh, read his stories sometime, read up on him. The dude just kind of falls into things, you know, and then from writing video game re reviews for a, a local newspaper in Kansas to, to working his way into Game Informer to 
landing the job at Giant Bomb and then now the WWE. It's like I I want this job. I said it on Twitter yesterday or Friday, excuse me. Uh, yesterday as you hear this that I would do almost anything for his job. Um, getting to play video games and talk about video games and do these video feature stuff would be incredibly satisfying work. Um, of course, I can't relocate to... Manhattan, New York, or San Francisco. Um, so that kind of takes me out of the running. That and the fact that most people don't find me nearly entertaining enough. Um, but I would love it. That's a dream thing, man. Working at Giant Bomb. With that, I am going to wrap up this episode. We got just under a half hour. We talked about some stuff, mostly video games. You get a little insight into what's going on in my personal life, though. You now know about my medical troubles and my stresses and my anxieties and uh, where I'm at mentally as far as, like, figuring out what we're going to do with 2020. I need to write, and I also need to do this. I'm going to have to do some juggling, some plate spinning, and we'll see what, you know, which plates fall and break first. Um, But we're going to try. So this isn't going to be the last episode. We're not going on hiatus like I initially planned on. Uh, Literally up until today, like mid-afternoon today, I decided that I wasn't going to do the hiatus plan. Um, I just like the weekly show, man. I I like sitting down in front of this microphone and saying some stuff. I wish more of you listened. Um, But that's going to do it. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. Polly Nerdick on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And also bookmark polynerdic.com. That's where everything goes up every day, including this podcast every Saturday. And I'll, uh, I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. And uh, make sure you, you check out some stuff. I'll be around.